in style you know for six years iron might be the traditional anniversary gift but here on Bone with Bobcat you know we have to go uh, all out do things up uh, get a little uh, crazy and fancy for you guys but you know before we get into the festivities we have on tap for you here today uh, you know uh, I'm still waiting to get my hands on the new MD 2020 Gold. I would have loved to have had my hands on it to do a special feature on the website and on the podcast to spotlight the new beverage of the year 2020. But, you know, just like the other time with the MD 2020 cans, and we all know how that saga ended up, we are still waiting to uh, find that. I looked at my travels, couldn't find it. I have yet to come across anybody else who has found it yet. You know, it had its big release on Super Bowl Sunday, February the 2nd. So if you are listening to this podcast or you know somebody who has found it, uh, let me know. Hit me up. Uh, we want to get people's thoughts on it, get, get the word out there of the new MD2020 Gold. As I said, I was out there searching... Uh, these, these past couple of weeks, trying to find it, you know, going on the tracker on the uh, MD2020Wines.com website, uh, but they're coming up empty, you know, for the gold. You can find your uh, some of your classics out there, but the gold is nowhere to be found uh, at this point, so <clears throat> we'll wait and we'll see. 
when it shows up. Uh, you know, it's the pineapple gold is what they're calling it. So people out there that were wondering what the flavor, you know, would be. Uh, it looks like it's pineapple, even I didn't really hide it that much with a big pineapple on the bottle when they did the reveal. But hey, uh, should be interesting to say the least. But we are coming to you this week. I'm out here uh, sitting in the garage at the BWB bungalow. Uh, you know, it's a little chilly out here, waiting for spring to uh, to come any day now. But I figured since all the drinks are out here, it's nature's uh, cooler out here. And these beverages that I have on tap, you know, are said to be served very cold. Uh, we have a one-of-a-kind Thunderbird wine, uh, I guess, taste comparison, I guess you could say we're doing for you guys on this special anniversary podcast. Anybody who has been keeping up with me at bumwinebob.com knows that I found in my travels about a uh, little over a month ago, probably the beginning of January, I made a stop at one of the local liquor stores that used to have the Thunderbird and Night Train in stock. Uh, And that was actually where I found out at the time that they had been uh, discontinued back in uh, 2018. But I just stopped in on a whim, said, let me see, maybe there's something, something good to get. I think I was looking for one of my Tallboy Thursday beverages when I was out there, uh, so I walk in, I go down the aisle that used to have the old, the old favorites there, and what do I see on the shelf, but a, a but fully stocked, the blue label, 13.5% Thunderbird wine, now, the red, the American Classic, the 17.5%, uh, that one, you know, we always can find, I haven't had any problems with that, uh, in the past, uh, but after it was discontinued, it was like, oh, okay, well, they're gone, you got to stock up where you can, and to come across this was kind of uh, shocking, so I did reach out to uh, to Gallo Wines, and they said that, oh, well, uh, it's still discontinued, they're still working on this, you know, the new fancy Thunderbird that they have out there for everybody, but uh, I guess this was an old stock that was out there, because uh, on the the website of the liquor store, it tells me it, it is a vintage 2013 uh, Thunderbird, <laughs> 13.5% uh, Thunderbird wine. So, uh, I have to say I was shocked. It, it got my hopes up a little bit, but I've known that for years, you know, I've posted the pictures of the, the red label, Thunderbird, and then people would come back and say, oh yeah, I've, I've seen it before over in the UK and in other states, I guess, where they have different uh, regulations for, for alcohol and things like that, that they only had the 13.5% in, in their stores. So, you can't not get it, you can't not try it, so that's what we're going to do for you guys here today. We're going to crack open the 13.5% Thunderbird. And compare it to the the original, I guess. I mean, uh, I I really don't know which one came first. It's like, what came first, the chicken or the egg? Was it the 17 or the 13 that came first? Uh, you know, in the history of Thunderbird wine, it's always been said that it started out at 20%, got knocked down to 17 
So I think it's safe to say that probably the 17% Thunderbird is probably the original American classic, and then the 13.5% uh, came out there uh, a little while after. You know, it's the, the classic, the grape wine with natural flavor. Natural, ooh, let's try that again. The grape wine with natural flavors and caramel color on the 13.5%. And, you know, this is a citrus wine with natural flavors and caramel color. So, there's your little bit of a, of a difference between the blue label and the red label with a, a grape wine and a citrus wine. So, here, you know, tell your friends <clears throat> at Bowman with Bobcat, we are not just fun, but we are also educational when it comes to wine history and things of that nature. But, you know... Uh, why wait? Let's uh, let's crack this bad boy open. Give it a shot. See see how it is. See, we're gonna twist off that cap of the Thunderbird here. Ooh, that's the nice uh, grape aroma here. Got my solo cup ready. There you hear that? The glug 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 glug. Okay, here we go. Cheers to you guys. The uh, 13.5%. Okay, not not bad, not bad. It is it's fairly smooth for a <laughs> for a bum wine and a Thunderbird wine. Uh, now, it's been a while since I've had the classic straight up as well, so... We'll try that one next, but I'm just getting a, uh, taking in the, the aroma and the flavors of this, uh, this grape wine, uh, here. Not, not, not bad, not bad. Actually, I enjoy this one. <clears throat> so, okay, alright, so now we will move on here. And crack open the uh, the seventeen and a half percent Thunderbird here. If we can uh, maybe get this uh, bottle open here, you know, it's a little co- little cold out here. Trying to get this thing here. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll eventually get it. Don't worry. Or not. So, well, <laughs> it hasn't been opened in a while, that one there. Uh, <laughs> you know, talk talk amongst yourselves out there while we try to uh, crack open this. There we go, there we go. See, this is one that I had opened before. Probably been a while since it was open, but it's bum one, and it never, never goes bad. All right, so... Let's pour out a little of the 17 and a half. So cheers, cheers to you guys. If you if you have some... <clears throat> Sorry, i got to clear that throat there. Trying to get over this uh, never-ending uh, sinus infection, cold, sickness that's been limiting the podcast recently. And uh, if you have some of this at home, you know, feel free to, to drink along with us here tonight. Okay, yeah, see, the uh, 
the 17 and a half has a little bit more of a, a tart taste to it. And I guess that could be the, uh, the, you know, the citrus flavors compared to just your, your grape flavors with it. But, uh, you know, fairly similar taste. Now, I don't, also don't know if it's because this bottle, you know, was already open, you know, before I'm not getting that, that fresh first pour, you know, when you first open that bottle. But, or my just taste buds have just become so, uh, used to the, uh, Thunderbird wine over the years. Yeah, so it is a, a distinctly different taste between the two. Now, I guess I kind of want to say that the 17.5% is a little more on the, the tart side of things. And the uh, the 13 is is a lot more sweeter, uh, you could say. But, uh... uh not not that much of a difference between the the two the two sides here of the Thunderbird wine spectrum. I mean, uh, it's not a <clears throat> huge gap between the thirteen point five and seventeen point five uh, percent alcohol. And you know, as I said, this is also a uh, you know a bottle of Thunderbird that has been sitting around for for a while. Not that these other ones haven't, since these are a vintage uh, 2013. Uh, I'm not sure what the <laughs> year was on the uh, the 17% uh, Thunderbird that I already had uh, sitting around the house here. But the uh, the real test, as always, is going to be mixing up the the old favorite, the old reliable of the Thunderdew, the Thunderdew concoction. The number one bum wine concoction out there, uh, unquestionably, always a crowd favorite and crowd pleaser uh, out there. So we will take the thirteen and a half. See, this is you know the mixologist here uh, mixing up the concoctions for you out here. There we go. There we go. Pouring in the uh, the old Mountain Dew. Into the cup there, trying not to to spill too much of it all over as I already did. But hey, that's why we're out here. Can't be not out back yet, but soon enough <coughs> we will get back out there. But hey, mix up a little Thunder Dew action. Mm, that's good. That's good dew. See, now, the Thunderdew has always been a uh, a crowd favorite when it comes to uh, masking <laughs> the uh, the bum wine flavor and the bum wine burn uh, of the of the beverage. But <clears throat> with the with the blue label uh, Thunderbird, uh, it really with that kind of that grape flavor. Uh, instead of not being such a high alcohol content to begin with, the the Mountain Dew doesn't really have to do much uh, in the process of it there. 
as you see, you mix this one up here, it makes up the 17% as well. Yeah, we'll uh, stir it up here just a little bit. Try out this one. I mean, it's hard to uh, <clears throat> to pinpoint the exact Thunderbird flavor because the, I mean, no matter what, either way, you can't go wrong with the with the taste. Uh, that that's pretty much a uh, a given uh, here with the with the Thunderdew. That's why it's always been a favorite <clears throat> to pass around at your parties and gatherings. You know, once spring and summertime comes along, if you could. Pick up some of this stuff in your travels, you know, make sure that you do. But with the 17%, the Thunderjaw always had that extra little, I want to say a little kick to it. But the flavor of the 13, with the, with the grape wine flavor, really hides the... Uh, the bum wine taste, I guess you could say, uh, however you want to describe it there. So I guess uh, the Mountain Dew and the the grape wine, I guess, mixes a little bit better than with the uh, citrus wine of the 17.5%, <clears throat> because I've always given it to people, they've always enjoyed it, uh, but it always gives you that extra kick. You know, it doesn't take too much of the Thunderbird of the, the classic red label to go into a cup of Thunderdew, mix it up, you have one or two of those, and you're getting a pretty good buzz going on your evening, uh, getting your party started. But with the the blue, the blue label, I can see that one taking just a little bit longer. But also, since it does go down a lot smoother, that could mean that you know it could be uh, you're drinking a lot more a lot quicker. And next thing you know, that buzz is going to kind of hit you like a freight train. But I wanted to, you know, crack open both of these out, uh, give them a try, uh, see how they fared against one another. Uh, like I said, it was a unexpected surprise to come across the blue label Thunderbird in my travels. Uh, and when I did see it, it was like, all right, well, you can't not get it. So I had to, you know, pick up some, give it a shot, give it a try, and I said, well, let's make it a, a special occasion here on the special anniversary edition, uh, six years of BumWineBob.com. We just passed the five-year anniversary of the Bumming with Bobcat podcast, and the year 2020 is upon us. We're trying to get <laughs> that MD2020 gold in stock. So a lot of moving parts going on here, uh, starting off the year a little bit slow, you know, we did some great features back in January on the Four Locos, the the Black Cherry Seltzer, and the the, uh, the Sour Blue Raz. Uh, I also heard some rumblings of another uh, Four Loco, I believe a, I believe it was a Mango Seltzer uh, from Four Loco that should be coming out soon, and then also another one that will be announced come uh, summertime. So, Four Loko's really going all in on those beverages. But, uh, 
But yeah, we've been doing that stuff. Getting back on track with the podcast for you guys. Uh, we still have some some great guests lined up that are kind of on the back burner since the beginning of the year. But, you know, we're trying to get back in a rhythm, get things out there for you guys. Now, <clears throat> well, we're going to get really crazy here. And we're going to kind of combine the two of these together here. You're mixing up your, your 17... Yeah, your blue and your red label together. And hey, you know, not a bad not a bad concoction right there, mixing up the the double Thunderdew, uh, I guess you could say, uh, with that, but <clears throat> but yeah, you know, if if you've been keeping tabs on the website at bumwinebob.com, you know we have a great team out there. We've expanded to bwbwrestling.com for all your needs when it comes to the world of professional wrestling, independent wrestling, WWE, AEW, MLW, Impact, New Japan, uh, GCW, wrestling from all over the globe. You can now find at bumwinebob.com and at the new BWB. Wrestling.com. I also like to give a shout out to <coughs> Dennis and Maria of Bum of uh, BWB Wrestling for their new podcast, uh, Bar Stools and Body Slams, that you should check out and download on all your favorite podcast apps. Uh, they just dropped their first episode this past week. Just getting in a rhythm there, so I'll be looking forward to seeing uh, how things goes, how things go for those guys in the coming weeks as they kind of, you know, <clears throat> get comfortable, get their feet on the ground, get the ball rolling when it comes to the the new podcast in the world of the uh, the BWB uh, landscape. XFL's underway. We're heading into week three. Uh, been fairly fairly good so far. We have you covered at bumwinebob.com as well with your XFL coverage. Just go to xfl.bumwinebob.com for that to keep up with your recaps for your Saturday and Sunday games. And hey, uh, you never know what might pop up next in the world of of bumwine and podcasts. As we keep the, the ball rolling, we keep, you know, giving you guys the content that you need and trying to, you know... Go out there searching every day, trying to find the stuff on the streets. Uh, see, <laughs> see what we can get for you guys uh, out there. With March around the corner, that means the uh, the 2020 Battle of the Booze tournament will be coming your way uh, soon as well. We're going to start getting the brackets together for that and putting in maybe a few extra security steps when it comes to voting this year. After there was some uh, controversy and some rumblings about some. Uh, some shenanigans that were going on when it came to the the voting process in the 2019 uh, tournament, but you know nobody was stealing any any signals or signs, so the uh, the champions will still stay intact. So I think that about wraps it up for us here on uh, this edition of Bumming with Bobcat as we celebrate six years of the website, five years of the podcast. The Blue Label Thunderbird, the Red Label Thunderbird, BWBWrestling.com. It's 2020, MD2020 Gold, 
is said to be out there somewhere. We just gotta, you know, go ahead and, and find it. So, so uh, until next time, everybody out there, thanks for tuning in. Thanks for supporting the website, the blog, the podcast, the friends. Go check out the merch store on T Public. Buy a shirt. Buy some other goodies. Everything's on sale, 35% off this week. Uh, until next time, cheers.